This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. And Jesus said, I'll be with you all way, even to the end of the world. And it's good that he keep his commandments, he keep his promises. And this is so very important that Christ wants you to know, not only he love you, amen, is one of the first commandments, love thy God with all our heart, all our mind, and all our soul, and all our strength. But that you begin to honor him and love him and recognize that he's not a liar. He does not turn, he's not two-faced it. Amen. Because he died. He gave his all. He gave his all. He gave his life to prove to you, amen, that he loved you. And that's why God made made the human race in his own image, in his own likeness, because he wants to have that deeper relationship, amen, like marriage. He wants to be one, amen. In the book of Genesis, in the second chapter, the Bible says that, amen, this calls a man to leave his father and mother and cling to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So First John, the fourth chapter, amen, we're going to read when uh, the apostle John was writing to assure the people how to uh, uh, recognize false teachers and uh, those that come to destroy uh, your life and to break up your relationship with Christ by giving you false information. Knowledge is powerful. Amen. Because Ecclesiastes, the seventh chapter. Amen. Knowledge is power and, and money is power, but the greatest of these is understanding, wisdom. But we want you to see that uh, these false teachers and false prophets have this, they're destroying the world, they're polluting the world with all type of false information. And if you get caught up in that, amen, and you find yourself uh, without faith, without hope, without caring that somebody don't care for you, amen, you want to take your life, you want to be, you feel you have nothing to live for, you have nothing in this world, amen, you have a lot. In this world, and Jesus, what is, is the whole big picture is that He's waiting to save others, just like uh, a young man who wants to date uh, a young lady. He finds her according to the Bible. The Bible says, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and he began to talk to her. She began to believe in him, and when he promised her that they will be together till they die. And he gave her a ring. He gave her a ring. He said, now I'm going to go and prepare a home and a place. And I'll be back. I'll be back. Just don't be involved, amen, with the world anymore. In other words, your old friends and your old relatives that want to destroy your life, amen, talk bad against me. Because my life and my, my way of thinking now is godly and godly. Amen. So the young man be asking you, amen, to stop 
be involved with your old friends and old boyfriends and old, old ones that want to live without rules and regulation. Without rules and regulation. Amen. So Jesus giving them a ring of salvation. Be a ring. The young man give her a ring. Say, we engage now. Amen. Let all your friends and relatives know you are now engaged. Amen. His name is Jesus. Amen. So what, what the whole picture of, of salvation, the whole picture when Jesus coming back at the church, the church is his bride and the church is teaching people, male and female, that God love you, but he wants you to clean up your life. He don't want you to hang out with the world anymore. He don't want you to love the devil's side of life because the devil is not saying and he's not committed himself to oneness. Amen. He can't. He's he's not a uh, he's not he was not made in God's image and God's likeness. And that's why when you see the image of the human race, he see what God is about. And he wanted to destroy human race. He wants to destroy. Amen. So he's not saying that he's going to marry you and, and come into you and talk with you. Amen. For happiness and joy. He come to destroy, to kill, take away your peace, your happiness, take away your health. And you find yourself, amen, trying to live both ways. No, you can't live both ways. You can't live both ways. In the book of the gospel according to John, the, I'm sorry, the letter for John, the epistle of John, verse John, the fourth chapter in the first, in the first verse, the beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Amen. And every flesh that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist whereof you have heard and that it should come and even now already in the world. Fourth verse of 1 John 4 and 4, you hear this all the time. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Greater, God is greater, and he lives in you. That's why he want to come into your life. He want to live with you. He want to be there. Amen. He your crying and your moaning. Amen. He want to take care of you and talk with you and guide you through his spirit. Amen. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost through his spirit to guide you and let you know he's with you all way. Amen. Through your sickness, your pain, your uh, suffering. Amen. Because what, what, why would that come? Your sickness, your pain because of the devil, because we live in this world. Amen. The devil, want, he don't want you to live. He don't want you to live with oneness and happiness with God. Amen. So the church designed, the church designed and teaching you that Jesus wants a deeper, deeper relationship. He wants oneness. He wants oneness. So when he come back, amen, he want to look for a church without a spot or wrinkle. Other words, without any things that you hold it on to 
pertaining to the world. He doesn't want you to be holding on to anything pertaining to the world system. Uh, you can imagine that you now you have a ring from a boyfriend uh, and you're engaged and your boyfriend come back and he find that you what? You hold on some old hats, coats, jackets, amen, dresses, caps, amen. And he wonder, well, honey, why are you wearing this? Why are you why you want to wear this cap, this hat? And I know when when you was dating others and you say you're gonna get rid of all of the uh the uh, coats and jackets and material from your last relationship and you're gonna dedicate your life, we're gonna dedicate our life but us. Oh, but I wanna keep to continue uh my 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 birthmark. My birthmark. Listen what Exodus 20 says. And um, because Jesus is God, Jesus knows, amen, uh, everything, God, he is God himself. And Moses didn't write this by himself. God touched Moses' mind through the revelation. Moses, this is supernatural. The Bible is through supernatural writing, amen, through the Holy Spirit. Exodus 20 Beginning of the first verse, that God spake unto all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters under the earth. Thou shalt not Bow down thyself to them, not serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Amen. So, you have other things, of course. We all was born in sin. Everybody was born in sin. Let's clear it up. But there's no one, amen, that was ever born righteous in God's eyesight. We all was born in sin. We all was shaped in iniquity. Amen. Psalm is 51. Amen. We were always born in sin. The ball was shaped in iniquity. Amen. So that, that that's that's cleared up. That's cleared up. Nobody came in this world without some kind of fault or problem. So uh, Jesus died for our sins. Amen. It had to be an innocent animal. Amen. A lamb without spot or wrinkle. Amen. We was all uh, born in sin. He, he, uh, the Psalm at 51 and in the second verse, amen. Beginning with the first verse, Psalm 51. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercy. Blot out my transgression. Watch me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin. Amen. I acknowledge that my transgression, my sin is ever before me. Amen. In the fifth verse, say, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. All of us were born in sin. You find a man and a woman say they were not born in sin. Throw up your two fingers. Amen. And tell them you had to go somewhere and don't tell them where you've been going. Amen. Because of the fact you don't want to be around that person. Amen. Paul has said, the Apostle Paul made a statement 
and his writing concerning the last days. And we're gonna we want to read this out of this uh, the common English Bible, the common English Bible, Second Timothy the third chapter, common English Bible, Second Timothy the third chapter. Understanding that the last days will be dangerous times, people will be selfish and love money. They will be the kind of people who brag and who are proud. They will slander others. They will be disobedient to their parents. They will be ungrateful, unholy, unloving, contrary, and critical. They will be without self-control and brutal. They won't love what is good. They will be people who are disloyal, reckless, and conceited. They will love pleasure instead of loving God. Amen. That's what Paul was saying. That's out of the uh, Common English Bible. And let's look at the uh, First Timothy, the fourth chapter of the Common English Bible. Amen. And we want to talk about the last days. In the first, the first verse of First Timothy, the fourth chapter of the Common English Bible said, the Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some people will turn away from the faith. They will pay attention to spirits that deceive and to be teaching of demons. They will be controlled by the pretense of lying and their own conscience will be sheared. They will pro pro prohibit marriage and eating food that God created. Amen. So in the last days, those that fight against marriage, those that don't want to be, want to, because they follow the doctrine of demons, say don't marry, because they don't marry the first institution God has set up before the human race fell in sin. God want to be one with his people. And he said that if they would, uh, and he took the man and took from the man's side, Amen. And he took a rib for man. So every human being that came was born when Adam and Eve, uh, when Eve came forth, a man did not have another a rib to be taken from him. All the ribs was gone from Adam. Eve hasn't because she was able to reproduce. And that was God's commandment. Be fruitful and multiply. So every human being come upon the earth. Amen during the time of Adam and Eve, before they fell, was without sin. Then when Satan came in, and the, and the serpent, and used the serpent body, amen, he began to tell them they can do anything they want to do because he wanted to separate Adam and, in, Adam and Eve spiritually from God. He wanted to take away that oneness God had with his people. And when he took away that oneness, that brought in that brought in sickness, death, confusion, jealousy, strife, all the workings of the flesh, amen, which is called iniquity, amen. Transgression is the one that you know you've done wrong. You know you stop sign, you run the stop sign, you run the red light. But iniquity, amen, is when you pull up to something and you really go around and you try to sneak around Amen. To my dad, there's no such thing. It's lottery. There's no such thing. 
in the Bible, this, that, and the other, but God called it iniquity. They unseen and unheard. They mental problems going on, lying and cursing. Amen. That's that's the part. Jesus died for all of that. Jesus died for all that. Everything Jesus died for. Even what did the devil always talk fights? Probably won't know why he fights against marriage. Know why he fights against adultery? Because he put out a lie. He didn't read the whole Bible. Amen. But he pinned it on you not to read it. Amen. But he knows what God said. He know what Jesus said. Amen. When in the book of John, the uh, eighth chapter, when they brought the lady, uh, the Pharisees brought the lady and they said they said they, they said they caught the lady in, in adultery. Amen. And Jesus was questioning her and they was questioning Jesus and he was going back and forth. Amen. And Jesus continued to talk with them. Amen. And said to them, Amen. And begin to ask them, say, which one to cast the first stone? Amen. John 8, 8 and 11 in that chapter. And he bent down, he rolled on the ground. Let me, let me pick it up in the, uh, the common English Bible real quickly. In the seventh verse of the eighth, St. John 8, they continued to question him. So he stooped and replied, Whosoever hasn't sinned should throw the first stone. Bending down again, he wrote on the ground. Those who heard him went away one by one, beginning with the elders. Amen. Finally, one, finally, only Jesus and the woman were left in the midst of the crowd. Jesus stood up and said unto her, Woman, where art thou? Uh, where are they? Is there anyone who condemn you? Jesus said, she said, no, sir. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Now, sin, fornication, uh, adultery is sin. Jesus died for all sins. And the enemy keeping people today, amen, under the wraps of keeping them running and talking about they should not marry. And they are doing a lot of cohabitation. It's common in the land. Do a lot of shacking is common in the land because they say, oh, you shouldn't get married again. Amen. Sin, the only sin God will not forgive is uh, abomination. Amen. It's blasphemy. You're using God's church. They're doing everything in God's church. Amen. Killing idols in the church. Amen. Bringing idols in the church. Amen. Worshiping all type of uh, perverse uh, sexual activities in the church and talking against the Holy, Holy Spirit of God, God will not forgive. Amen. It's looking for God to make that make that call who He won't forgive. Amen. But at the same time, Amen. These are false teachers. Jude said in the book of Jude, Amen. These are clouds without water. Amen. Everybody want to be a high powered person have all type of uh, 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 big cloud and authority in the church, but yet and still, they don't have any power. And Jesus was, uh, the Jew, was speaking about in the last days. But here's the picture, amen. Why are you doing so much in restricting yourself from all the old activity and the people and the things that you used to do? Because Jesus wants you to be his bride. 
He doesn't want you to be the devil's side chick. He doesn't want you, amen, to be loving you, be like the Samaritan. They love God and they love all the other gods in the, in the world too. No, you can't have two. You got to decide, amen, you're going to love God, dedicate your life to God, and that's why you're coming out from among all the things you used to do that you know was evil, that you know it was it, it was very controversial, amen, that you would be involved in magic and hoodoo, amen, all type of evil against your neighbor and your brother, your sisters, amen. You could, we wanted people to stumble and fall. So what the church job is, amen, to teach you to clean up these things. The church job, amen, is not... Uh, holiness is not a religion. Amen. Righteousness is not a religion. This is what Jesus is calling for. Amen. He's looking for a, a church without a spot or a wrinkle. A church, all liars going to have their part. Lying is a sin. You're going to realize lying is a sin because they haven't read the Bible. If you know you used to be a liar, stop lying. Amen. If you know you used to be a gambler, stop gambling. Amen. In the book of Revelation, the 22nd chapter of Revelation, King James, King James was saying that, amen, and he said in the 10th verse, the 22nd chapter, and he said upon me, seal not the saying of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. Amen. I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Amen. We want to be, amen. We want to be holy. We want to be righteous in God's eyesight. Amen. So there are a lot of false teaching going on and the whole key is why people confuse you or try to confuse you or uh, persecute you and talk against you saying that you're too, too dedicated to your church you're too dedicated to your religion you're too dedicated to uh, the Bible and the Christ and the church it's no the whole picture is you 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 being this dedicated person you being this this uh, you loving God with everything you have because of the fact, just like those that <laughs> love football and baseball and sport, they don't they don't they don't have nothing else to live for. They go all out. You see them in these tailgate parties. You see them in the, in the uh, bingo. You see them at the horse track, the dog track. Amen. They got they they got their mascot on. They got they they paint up all their faces. They got the car with flags. Amen. They all they all in. They all full. They 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 going all out. It's all in their heart. Amen. God wants you to love him with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your spirit. Amen. He wants you to go all out. And you know, he knows it takes time. Amen. Get the full revelation of what the church is about and why you have to lay aside certain things and why you have to be careful who you associate with. Why you have to be able to uh Give God your all, your best, and love your brother as yourself. He understand. He understand more than you think. He said, well, a man will love his wife the same way God loved the church. 
Jesus, Jesus brought the church. The church is getting you ready for the, for the marriage. The church is getting you ready. You are the bride. You are the bride. And Christ is coming back with his bridegroom. How would it look? Amen. Those of you trying to get married, want to get married, amen, but you haven't decided if you want to be dedicated to a man, be dedicated to a woman, or you want to, amen, or you just want to just live selfishly by yourself. But when you do find somebody, or somebody find you, and you say, okay, we're going to dedicate ourselves now. We're going to clean up our life. We're going to get all our debts out of the way. Hey man, we're going to let everybody know that we are now engaged and we're going to be living together permanently the rest of our life until our old and golden days. But first, let's let, let the public know. Let the world know. Let them, let's go through the, the criticism and, and the lying. They're going to they're gonna do that. Amen. And let's be honest with ourselves. Let's have a talk policy. Let's talk to ourselves and let's and everything you used to do, let's tell me about it. Everything I used to do, I'm going to tell you about it. So be no surprises. And that's what you call confession. Amen. Repentance, you come out from among them. Amen. So when you start confessing, amen, your sins to God, and you come out from among the world, amen, and you begin involved, amen, be in repentant, be water baptized. In Romans 6, you be baptized in Him, in Christ. Amen. You find yourself, things will start working out for you. Things will be, be peaceful for you because all the weight is not on you anymore. You in Christ, you'll find a peace of mind beyond understanding. You'll find a joy in knowing the whole truth, knowing the whole truth. Yes, you believe in God, but God wants you to get a total commitment to him because he want to marry you. He wants to marry you. And so when Jesus come back, and that's why we're waiting, and you're telling everybody that you know, amen, come on come on, and be a Christian. Come on and be a part of the family. Come on and be a, amen, the bridegroom going to be coming after a while. And I want you to come and go, and through that new heaven and new earth, amen, where they, they, there's golden streets at, amen, there's no more shooting and fighting, amen. Everything is beautiful, and God can help us. Amen. I want you to be in the family. I want you to be in the family. Amen. So Jesus' salvation is a reign. It's a reign that God give you when he come back and see that he knows when you did the best you could to clean up. Amen. To clean up your life. And you'll find peace. And you won't be so worried and, and upset about all things because you know Christ is with you. He's with you. Father, we thank you today and we pray that, amen, that Revelation of your word and revelation of the future, amen, of the gospel, amen, be more clear in the minds of the people, amen, that the gospel message, that Jesus loved them, he cared for them, and he wanted a deeper oneness with them. Beyond belief, he wanted be, them to be sanctified and pure from the world, habits and deliverance. And oh God, we love you, we care for you, and we thank that you touch the minds of the people, heal and deliver, set free, in Jesus the Christ we pray, amen. God bless you. Until we meet again, continue to pray. Remember, the king, the queen, and the bridegroom are going to meet up one day. And we want you to be in the number. Until next time, Bishop Poole say, God bless you. 
thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.